0: And now, live from Dining Room Studios in Hollywood, California, it's Thursday on the Allison Rosen is your new best friend show. Tonight, Allison welcomes a guest. She's an actress and podcaster who will soon be hosting her very own science show, which means that all the cable execs who said that no one wants to see a woman host a science show will soon be resigning because they clearly don't know what the fuck they're talking about, right? Right? It's Allie Ward. Chef Jeff is here to show us how to make the pink tacos, most popular dishes: the sloppy enchilada and the long, greasy burrito. I'm her husband, Daniel. Saying, "Hop on board the love bus and say hello to your new best friend, Allison Rosen."
1: Hello, my little pumpkin spice checks mix... mixes? (laughs) (laughs) It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. That Carbohydrate was sent in on Twitter by... Not on Twitter. Uh Uh-oh. You guys, it's already... It's already that kind of show. uh, That was sent on in...
0: Jeff, you're going to be cutting this out.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, John Henson. That was sent in over Patreon. Patreon. By Holly Moore. Mm -hmm. Patreon.com slash Allison Rosen is where you go to submit carbs, to get your questions in ahead of other people, to get behind the scenes stuff, to get bonus episodes. And by the way, I think this month, because last month the bonus guest was Greg Heller. I think the bonus guest this month might be me because... I ran into someone, and we both pretended we didn't see each other. And I need to talk about it, but only was it Daniel
0: <laughs> <laughs> this morning?
1: Yeah, no, uh, but I but it's got to be behind the Patreon wall. Oh, where I, yeah, because you were there. there. That's a juicy yeah. stuff. That's right. I saw this person, Uh-oh. and then all of a sudden, my head just craned to the left. It oh. was so like I was like engrossed with what Elliot was doing, and then we got past, and then I turned to Daniel, and I'm like, "That was so and so." And then that person was like far away, but looking back at us. So I'm (gasps) like, God, they, that person. And don't say if it's, don't say if it's he or she, don't say anything. I will say
0: that 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 neither party was upset that this encounter did not yield mm, a conversation.
1: (laughs) But like that other person was telling the person that that person was telling their person. Don't
0: give too much away.
1: You're right. You're right. Anyway, Cone did that to me.
2: You did your uh, pulse skyrocket? What were you feeling physiologically? Because I would have started sweating from mostly the area above uh, my lip and my mustache area.
1: This is nervous. No. Oh, my God. I get a sweat stash. Yeah, me too. It's the worst tell ever. Cause it then you is. Have, you have to
2: pretend like you're scratching
1: your nose, but really you're sweating for your life and you want to run so bad. An yeah. inside joke that now everyone can be included in <laughs> with my friend JR, who I know from magazine writing, was we were at a party years ago. Now, I was a heftier gal back then, but I feel like the sweat has been sort of the same. But anyway, he's like, Allison, do yourself a favor. <laughs> and then he swiped the top <gasps> oh of his lip God. and that became like this joke between us. For many. Here's the thing. As a larger gal back then but it's also sort of true now. Uh, when it's hot out, I still dress like it's not hot out.
2: Oh, yeah, you're so a summer it makes, goth.
1: Yeah, I'm a summer goth. Thank you. So it uh, it just makes it so that you break out in a sweat sometimes on your upper lip. Mm-hmm. So anyway, I weirdly didn't have much of a reaction to it. Um, I th- there are certain people that if I had this encounter with, I would have been like, Oh my God! I've been wondering how this was. Uh, yeah, like this wasn't that. This pr- everyone can probably guess what's going on. It was someone who is is part of that world. uh Oh, I'm giving You're it such away. A te-
0: you are <laughs> such a tease, honey. Just like <laughs> she's <laughs> selling it. Become a patron.
1: Become a patron. <laughs> I'm, I'm teasing too much, right? You know, maybe. So anyway, yeah, you got to become a patron to hear this juiciness. Um, yeah, I weirdly didn't have that much of a phys- much of a physical response. Mm. However. See, I don't want to give it up. I do have thoughts about the fact that I acted like I didn't see this person. Obviously,
0: someone's dying to talk about it.
1: The David Matthews band. <laughs> it's me. I'm dying to talk about it. Mm-hmm. All right. Hi Allie Ward. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for that really
2: glowing intro. That was that felt triumphant to hear. Yeah. Thanks guys. I'm sorry I've been gone so long. You've been traveling. I know. I've been working so much. I've been traveling every month like every beginning of the week for the last 2 months and then I finally got back.
1: And but I saw you at Erin Gibson's That's right. Her book, book party. party. Everyone oh, yeah. go out and buy Feminasty. It is so fun. Have you read it? I haven't read it yet It's no. so good. I bought it. Yeah. I haven't it's read it. I didn't want it to end. It really is I've said that I said this on Amazon I wrote a review and I said this when she was on my podcast it reads like a memoir like it's as funny and readable as a memoir but it's as informative as a textbook oh I'm so excited which is a hard feat to do I think I'm so excited she's so yeah, great it's really good I really like her she's been low-key my idol for just years and years and years but I texted you I was like
2: are you gonna go to Aaron's and I, I was so happy that you that did that. because I'm so exciting.
1: forgetful lately that I would have totally forgotten that I was intending to go I know I'm glad you did
2: and then I saw on Instagram people were like oh good she hasn't been on the show in a while and I was afraid you guys wanted to kill each other or something what no, I didn't really. see that no no, no. someone put an someone put an Instagram
1: comment and I was like
2: no I just been out of town but yeah. um so I'm really happy to be back
1: so now you're here <laughs> I know I'm it's wonderful and um you gave me a bite of your cupcake Hell and yeah, it, was it was really good it was a good cupcake mm-hmm. yeah. you got to feed that baby mm. the baby needed a, a bite of cupcake the baby actually would have liked its own cupcake what the but that party the party was great but what it needed was to go boxes mm. because mm. they had just a table of cupcakes now most people maybe,
0: maybe she was hoping that there would be leftovers instead of you taking them home.
1: Oh, right. I feel like, because I mean, I would have left with two cupcakes. I left with one and then
2: I dropped a hunk of it frosting side down on Hollywood Boulevard. Oh, no. And I, I sunk to my knees and I was like, leave me here. This is where I'd like to die here. This is the did worst you look thing that's ever happened to me. I thought about it. <laughs> and then I thought, someone's going to step in this and they're going to fall and, and they're going to break their tailbone and have a real bad summer. So, I, so it was your duty to eat it off the ground. I, did, I kicked it onto a tree. It was just, I felt like, it felt like the same thing, like if your dog had shit, but instead of shit, it was the best thing possible with right. the same texture. Frosting. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: Frosting. If your dog pooped, frosting. Right.
2: If you were walking your baby unicorn down the sidewalk <laughs> and it was like, one moment, I right. got to drop a deuce. But I, I did kick it off because you don't, you're wearing, you're wearing your Jimmy shoes. You're on Hollywood Boulevard. Mm-hmm. It's a very fancy part of town. No, it's not, but you, who's wearing their Jimmy shoes? I don't know. I made that up. I don't know how life works. <laughs> right?
1: You're you're strolling in your flip flops, right? But that's worse because you could, if you have flip flops, then you're going to get some frosting like between your toe and the shoe, and then it's just a sticky mess. It's no bueno. So anyway, now it's on the tree. But I and I'll think I'll go. I'll live the rest of my life thinking, what would I
2: do if I could eat that that bit of frosting that I dropped on Hollywood Boulevard? Did if you, only I had that.
1: If only I had that right now. I need it. You dropped, the, you dropped a hunk Fr- of cupcake? Frosting, yeah. Frosting, Frosting But you down. had the rest of it in your hand? Yeah. Okay, so yeah. silver lining. Yeah, yeah. It was. It wasn't a wash. But yeah. yeah, I don't mean to belittle your feelings about well, it. No, they're gonna, they're doing this
0: on uh, Law & Order next week. So <laughs> yeah. we'll really get the full... It's <laughs> a
1: really big story. But anyway, her yeah. book is great. I was so happy to see you. Yes. Yay! I was happy to see you as well. Daniel, hello. Hi. How goes it?
0: I'm gozing it good speak English much, mm-hmm. me?
1: Jeff and yes. I were talking earlier about that back scratcher. So there's a pink back scratcher on the table. It's my
0: favorite thing that I own.
1: And Jeff wanted to know is that for Wendy or is that for you, Allison? <laughs> and I said, no, it's for Daniel.
0: I do I do extend it extends, which is the uh right. the real innovation here. Telescopic. So you can really get yeah, you can really get that lower back area you can't reach. And uh, I will sometimes extend it and then reach it for Wendy and she'll look at it like yeah. what the fuck is this? <laughs> and then I'll scratch her with it and she's like okay I'll it, tolerate this
2: it looks like a tiny pink robot
1: hand mounted yeah. on a <laughs> car <laughs> antenna yeah. from Yes, 1986 now I explained to Jeff and this is what you walked in on mm. I explained that should he ever have the opportunity to watch you scratch your back pay attention because you don't just scratch your back like you there's a whole a whole thing comes over your body there and is. you make now special now this sounds. sounds like a
3: Patreon video <laughs>
1: So yes, that face. Do that face again.
3: Like,
1: your eyes. Yes, your eyes rolled back to the white, and his tongue fell
3: uh, out
2: of his yeah, mouth. That's
0: the best.
2: You look like you had absolutely no iris in your eyes. They rolled all the way back <laughs> like a feature. Is- I think that one. I think something happens when you become a dad. You own a back scratcher. Oh. I think At it's min. a very di- I don't know what happens to your backs why they get so goddamn itchy but I think yeah. my dad has several back scratchers maybe a bamboo I one he's got a plastic one
0: Part of it is just it gets harder to reach certain areas like my shoulders aren't as uh, you know limber as they once were sure. so it just it's like a build up of itchiness in the middle of my back that gets relieved rather than all day long you're probably just hitting it and it's just a low level of itchiness cuz you're always getting to it for me it builds up and then I gotta get it, and it just, it's a lot of good feelings.
1: You also, here's something we've never talked about. You mm. also eat peanuts like a dad. Mm. Or generally mixed nuts. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? There is oh a my specific God. dad way to eat nuts. You have to stop everything and go to school and get a PhD on this subject. <laughs> because
2: dads love peanuts. My dad loves peanuts to the point my dad's tall and he loves peanuts. To I once postulated as a child that maybe he was part elephant because I thought maybe <laughs> that's how that could work. And he's like, no, dude. But dad, dads love nuts. Yeah, but
1: there's a specific way they eat them.
0: Have you, you talking noticed? about like, with the, where you throw yes. it in your mouth? Yes. You have them in your fist <laughs> yes. and then you just toss them this in your is mouth?
1: The, oh, I only ever saw my parents' friends eat nuts this mm-hmm. way. Oh, they eat can
0: them. suck my nuts. And yeah. then
1: I saw you do it and I'm like, you're aging yourself like, with <gasps> your nuts move. That's pretty
3: common though. No.
1: No. Do you know what I'm talking about? No,
3: I, I, miss, I miss the visual because I was looking for a drop. <laughs> but, but is it the, the open your mouth and you kind of hard chuck one no, in your mouth? No. It's, it's, like, it's you, like you
0: have them in your fist and you just...
1: I don't even know I don't even know how you like do you have to set one in the top of your fist like how do you get them to go into your mouth that way
0: create an an opening you know and then you just you can kind of toss them in your mouth.
1: Like, who taught you to eat nuts this way? It's a very specific middle-aged man <laughs> nut-eating technique. You know God what? God
3: only knows. <laughs> I feel
1: like it's derivative of the
2: move of shaking Yahtzee dice. Oh, yeah. similar. Or backgammon. Similar. Yes. It's, you know what I mean? I feel like that's where it originated. You yes, can also do
0: a, it, it like, <laughs> here like that through your finger. It's just a way to eat. You have eat. to throw them in. It's yeah. a way to grab People them can't tell what we're and talking drink about. a beer and have the nuts in your hand and not have it be like a, a, a cup cupped handful of nuts
2: i guess it's not manly to lick them out of your palm like a goat at the petting zoo is what you're saying
0: (laughs) i think the idea is that um if you want to hold a bunch of uh of someone's nuts (laughs) Mm, and not like just have them all in your mouth all at once but just have pace it out this is a way to do it rather than uh all right,
1: I am going to get a video of this because there's plenty of people. Some people know exactly what I'm talking about, but a lot of people I don't. People so, kind of like Daniel, you, you throw you, them
2: back like you're eating sunflower seeds in a police car on a stakeout. Yeah, yes. yeah that's
1: exactly yes. it. Yes,
2: yes. Mm-hmm. this is a
0: visual. Yeah, this is the little, this is the chamber here, uh-huh, right. right? Okay. And then you just toss them in your mouth.
1: No, that's, no, that's not how you do it, though. You do it. I don't or think you your do thumbs this. up. Yeah, that's you're, how you do it.
0: Wait, do not post that.
2: Okay. <laughs> that did look very suggestive <laughs> what are you
0: trying to do to me
2: i think that you're trying to make no contact between your hand and your mouth you want it to be completely like a trajectory that right. la- that lands it right
0: like. like if you were shooting it super slow-mo there yeah. would be a few frames mm. of just suspended yes. peanut in air yep on its a, way into
2: your that's mouth a dad yeah. way to do it yeah.
1: is catch them nuts <laughs>
0: Allison just wanted a whole lot of drops I, no, of me I really talking didn't. about putting I really nuts didn't. In my mouth.
1: I really didn't. Oh, they I can
0: suck my nuts.
1: Truly have noticed. That's you- okay.
0: Uh, I, think I, I think I started working on my
3: dad's skills when I was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm thinking about it.
1: Jeff, is, hello. Yeah.
3: Hey, Allison. Penny for your thoughts.
1: There'll be no bribery on my watch. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I was quoting a babysitter who was very anti-bribery. She was no fun. Really? Yeah, I wanted to get my sister to do something, and I don't even know what it was. And I had like, I don't know what I offered her even, but the babysitter said... No There'll bri- be no bribery on my watch. Wow, <laughs> Which yeah.
3: was shocking. When you told that story, I thought it was that you were trying to bribe the babysitter, but she just was trying to quash your interaction to bribe your sister. Yes. That's that's a little above and beyond. I yeah, it's is.
1: really uh, none of her biz- beeswax. No, it's
3: none of her B.I. business.
1: Not. That's right. She was a hotel babysitter in Las Vegas. Oof. Some of them are grizzled
2: right deep pockets big lawsuits mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean she probably knew cpr because she had to yeah you know <laughs> that's, she probably used it down a bitch. lot she's <laughs> mad
3: because you didn't tip her out at the end of every yeah. transaction right. like a croupier
1: that's right um okay lots to get to i had a crazy scary ob visit but everything is fine but first let's talk about Allie. Uh You don't want to? You're no. You have two. You're two people right now. I am about, but I would. (laughs) I want to hear about your scary OB. Okay. Now I am telling people ahead of time everything turned out to be okay. Even though I feel like it. I feel like the. If I were a true, raconteur. Mm. Or sadist, then I would like not let people know how it's going to end till it ends to get them wrapped up in the story. But I feel like that's just cruel sometimes. Well,
2: you're here, so we know
1: you didn't. Die. Yeah, but I could just anyway. Uh, the so they had trouble finding the baby's heartbeat. Oh no! Yeah, um, and so when you do IVF at the beginning, until you switch to going to an OB, there's a weekly ultrasound, mm-hmm. so you see that baby from the time it's just like a speck. Um, to the time it's just a bigger spec right. but every week and you're you know and then you switch to going to a regular OB and you only see it like every month which is an adjust- for, for the first time like with Elliot it was quite an adjustment because I was used to seeing the baby all the time um, I'm more used to that now I had forgotten that at certain visits you don't even have an ultrasound they just listen for the heart with the do- the heartbeat with a Doppler machine which looks so there's like there's no visual there's no visual <laughs> <laughs> that's right uh, and a Doppler is like an old timey radio with this, like a microphone, basically a detachable microphone that they just hold against your stomach. Okay. So, it doesn't um, go in anywhere. No, nothing okay. is internal. So I get, so it's the nurse who I was first, the, the visit was just totally different than I expected. Cause I got in there and i saw stuff for a pap smear and and i was like is this for me and she's like oh yeah it's a full physical this time and i just Mm. wasn't expecting that and i had a pap smear recently so i didn't have to have the pap smear but they did have to do another swab and it just was it was more invasive than i was expecting and i was surprised at how that was making me a little bit nervous um You gotta prepare to get swabbed. You do. You gotta get. You gotta brace yourself for that. This was a. (laughs) Yeah, this was a take all your clothes off, put the gown on, opening in the back kind Mm, of thing. That's a lot. Yeah, and it's. I usually it's just pull down your pants, Mm -hmm. let us shoot a bunch of goo on your stomach, and then stick the wand on there, and then we see the baby. Um. So I just wasn't prepared for all of this, but then she said, "There's no ultrasound. We're just going to listen for the heartbeat." So then, when she had trouble finding the heartbeat, I started getting nervous mm-hmm. um and she's like, "It's you know when they're this small, it's hard um she was saying, "Don't worry, but I was still very worried and then she left, and she's like, "The doctor will be able to find a better tone." So she left, and then it was a thousand years until he came in. It was so long that I had talked myself out of my nerves, I was like trying to. To meditate and to calm myself down and to breathe deeply, and I was telling myself the chances that she just can't find the heartbeat are higher than the chances but, that I've miscarried. Probably, I don't know. But
0: also going in, you you also have this fear in the back of your head that you're gonna lose the baby. It's well, kind of always that
1: morning. Right, right, yes, right, right, yes. Yeah. Every I'm always nervous before I see the baby on the ultrasound. Like that morning, I started thinking, "What if there's no heartbeat anymore?" Oh. Because I can't feel him yet, so it was already in my head um so then the doctor comes in and he tries to find it and and i'm hearing a sound and he's like oh that's your heartbeat it was interesting my heartbeat's way down in my stomach <laughs> <laughs> um and then he's having trouble finding it and he's like don't don't worry you know it, sometimes it takes a while to find it um blah blah like sort of just talking to me and i'm not really worried but then he's i can tell that he's like really having trouble finding it And then he's like, why don't you get the ultrasound machine to the nurse? Wow. Yeah. And so now I'm starting to worry. And then she comes in and he's like, plug it in, plug it in. (laughs) And there's like an urgency in his voice. Yeah. So, and I don't even, I had the presence of mind to not even say to him how common is a miscarriage at 16 weeks because I'm like, we're going to find out the answer in a couple minutes. But my, I was already like, would we do IVF again? What would, you know, I mean like my mind was kind of going a million miles um in those seconds and then he finally found it before they got they they did the ultrasound so that was a relief and everything was normal and then he did an ultrasound anyway i don't know if i got a bonus ultrasound i don't know hey. but the baby was in there like all wiggly so it was a huge relief but i was in a really weird anxious mood for the rest of the day which Daniel is the one who pointed out that it's probably from that experience because I was like, "Well, everything was fine," yeah. and I was probably overreacting anyway. So it's like taking what's the big. It's like taking a shot
0: of fear, yeah. Like, and now it's in your body, and you've got to work. Now you just got to live the rest of the day, you know, processing this fear that's in your
1: blood yeah you know? that's adrenaline that's, that's yes important. it was that's what it was like i couldn't calm down yeah
2: yeah because it's like a, your adrenaline starts to fire and then plus right. you've got a bunch of other hormones all working in tandem so that makes sense yeah. yeah i've had friends that have had like um accidents or near accidents and then like have a crash at the end of the day where they're like right. exhausted and mm. they're like what's wrong with
1: me just because you're everything fires at once oh that's so scary it's weird how much i'm like not in touch with what i actually feel. I'm going to therapy tomorrow, so I'm sure I'll have a you'll get it. an earful. Yeah, but like I'm not quite in touch with it. I think it's just the idea of losing this baby is it's such an amorphous sort of loss. Like I was telling I mean I I had I was starting to talk myself through it, which I think was just a defense against the fear that I was feeling, you know, and I was saying like it's not really like I don't know him really. It's not You know, it's not a loss of anything I know, it's a loss of what I thought our future was going to be. So it really is just about like, well, now we're back to square. I mean, like I had all these sort of intellectual Mm. thoughts about it, all of which I think aren't acknowledging the, like the fear and the grief I almost felt. I don't know. Like I've been, I've, thankfully I have not had a miscarriage, so I don't know what I haven't experienced that particular kind of loss. But it's like, it's like deeper it's, it's more subterranean than words even, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think that um, you're somebody who needs to understand uh, your emotions yes. and everything, which is fine, except that I think emotions operate on a level that's deeper than that. And so, <laughs> Jeff's taking, I was fiddling with something, sorry, folks. Uh, and so, um you you're you're looking for a way to intellectualize something that I don't think can really be intellectualized like you're looking like what is this relationship with this baby and what does that mean and I think that your body has a relationship with this baby now that is very very deep like yes. you, his dna is in your bloodstream you are you know your body knows this baby even though you intellectually don't know him and so you're not going to understand... You're saying, oh, it's a loss of the future. Your body is reacting to this fear because your body does, have, uh, does know what this mm. baby is, mm. right? I think that's, that's why it might be like this weird disconnect for you because it's, you're, you're definitely feeling the terror of, of losing him, but you don't understand what that means.
1: I think also... There's a tiny penis inside me.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: there is. I think also IVF makes it so sort of clinical and mathematical and intellectual um, that it's, it's, it's not this like organic, like I'm becoming, you know, we're, I mean, it is an organic thing, but it, it, but you get used to thinking of it as sort of odds. And if this happens and if it doesn't, and it gets, it it takes you away from the emotions of all of it. I think. Mm
3: -hmm. And I would think it makes it seem a lot more deliberate, the whole thing. Yes. So then if there's, if you got pregnant and it's in a sort of, less deliberate way then it wouldn't be so compact the idea of oh all of this plan that i've been working on is right. being taken away from me right yeah it, it's
0: sort of like the 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 egg is fertilized outside of your body and then your womb is treated like this storage place <laughs> an airbnb <laughs> yeah like it's it. like an airbnb and you know the tenant goes in there and so it doesn't It's it doesn't probably start as in as organic a a way in your mind
1: right
2: i would think too also like if you you know how doctors get depersonalized to like really traumatic events because Mm -hmm. they've been through it before i think also if you've been through any kind of fertility uh trials at all you have to numb yourself to the emotions of it and look at it from like a clinical perspective because there are so
1: many little disappointments along the way um For a lot of people, it's just little disappointments followed by, like, a huge disappointment at the end. You know, we've been very, very lucky. Uh, But, yeah, I just – I think I sort of went into that mindset of sort of how I got through all the time we spent doing IVF of, like, okay, it'll be okay. This is a bummer. But, you know, when, like, losing a baby would be totally different than, like, oh, this – transfer didn't take or you know these eggs didn't fertilize or whatever um another thing i realized and this is more of a question for my listeners um i am very nervous about labor again because he's the doctor said to me you know have you started thinking about what kind of labor you want because um, I had said last, time, I would go with
3: painless. <laughs> yeah, is that an option? Could you do could, painless and fast? Can you be put into a medically induced coma yeah. for a month and then? Do
1: God, can I have versed? said They hundred percent won't give you that. But I'd be like, put me under, wake yeah. me up when it's like. <laughs> I a nineteen fifties. a nineteen fifties <laughs> childbirth. Um, the last time I said to him that i would have rather had a c-section than had such a long traumatic Mm. birth experience like i did last time because it was 41 hours from the time yeah it was it was it was so awful yeah so i would have rather just had a c-section so he said to me i said i said maybe i would have i'm not sure so he's like have you started thinking about what kind of labor you want you know like do you want a c-section or do you want to be induced? Or what's your comfort with? This is like if I go past my due date. What's your comfort with going past your due date? Which I appreciated that because my last doctor would not let me go past my due date. Like there's, she felt like the, ri- the, the risks the go risk. up if you're over 40. The old ladies, oh.
0: like, when it gets to be after, it, the risk goes up.
1: Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, because your bones are brittle. Oh. Your mind is going. No, I'm right. just kidding. It's not all you those things. You can't
2: see if it's your baby. Yeah. Even when they yeah. put it, who knows? Exactly. You have to hold the baby far away
1: from you to even see its face. Right. <laughs> That's <It's> right. <laughs> um... I guess there's studies that say that the risks the risks can go if you're if the mother's over forty the risk can go up if you go past your due date. That being said, if it were like ex- I obviously not all doctors believe that the baby has to come out. Um,
0: well, they do think that the baby has. I to I mean, come eventually.
1: Out eventually, are you yeah. over forty? I am. I didn't know mm-hmm. that.
2: Really? Yep. Because
1: I'm over forty. I didn't know you were over I, forty. When I found out what? you were over forty, what? I was like, Thanks "What?" Guys. I thought you were like mid thirties. Because oh, I'm just used to stop. everyone being mid thirties. Me too. You I'm know, Jeff
0: a- is twenty nine.
1: Yes. Susan. What <laughs>
2: again? Um.
1: It's true. Yeah, I'm forty three. I, I did
2: not know I knew mm-hmm. that. I thought you were. I thought you were like thirty seven. Thank 36. you. Oh. But nope. because like you're going through this, so I, I added on a couple extra years because I figured, you know, IVF, uteruses. I had no idea. Thank you. Yeah. How old are you? Do you say? Uh, <laughs> I mean, not usually, but you know,
1: you're
2: your podcast. I'll say whatever. Um, I'll, if I'm will 41, I guess. Yeah. 41. Just go, girl. Yeah. I think 41. But, um, well, but, yeah. yeah. Have
1: you know, I thought you were way
2: younger. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I try yeah. to keep it on the DL, but, um, but I It's funny, I had uh, some cousins who were trying to get pregnant, like, isn't it, like, don't they call it advanced
1: maternal age after, like, 32 yes. or something? 30, after, after 35, yeah. so at, advanced yeah. maternal age. That's so weird. But so anyway, I started thinking about it and just thinking about being in that position of being in labor again and the baby coming out of my body, which, like, it's the most natural thing in the world, but it feels deeply unnatural to me and very scary, this is another thing I'll unpack in therapy. But anyway, here's my question. For people who've had C-section... And, and so anyway, the idea of going into the hospital and having the baby in your arms like an hour... Or at least the baby born like an hour later, which is how it works with the C-section, sounds so great to me. To not have to put up with all that awfulness that, you know, leads up to the baby being born. <laughs> um but i'm not factoring in the discomfort and the trauma of a c-section so people who've had c-sections what was your experience with them that's my question ooh now but especially if yes. one's had one and then one the other yes yeah if you could because i know plenty of people who feel about their c-sections the way i feel about my labor which is like that was awful and i never want it to be that way again right I mean, is there
2: a squatty potty for babies? Like, can you just perch yourself on some squatting
1: thing and it just slides right out? I feel like if you go to a birth Um. center, essentially, I mean, there's no sliding out. Although, sometimes babies are born in the sack. And that kind of slides out, apparently. Ooh, the call? Yes, and call. And they have to, like,
0: break it on the outside. Whoa,
1: it's like a kinder surprise. I feel like that's the ideal... Mm. That's the ideal... It just goes. Situation though. Yeah, Yeah, because it really does just slide. It's much
2: smoother. Slide right out. Mm -hmm. Well, I did talk to a gynecologist on the podcast, and she said that um, walking around while you are in labor helps because it helps the baby like twist its bones through your bones. So I did ask her, I was like, can you just squat it out? And she's like, you have to have like core. You have to, you need like abs and core muscles like nobody's business to do that. And I was like, yikes. Okay. I don't know. Squatted out as opposed to what, though? Like a like stirrups. Like oh. just squatted out, like you're gonna like you're gonna drop a deuce of right. frosting on the sidewalk. Because
1: because I've heard that's actually a more natural position than right. lying on your back in stirrups and stuff, which is like you know, then the baby's kind of fighting gravity.
2: Right. And she said it is, but and she's like, when I when she does like gynecology and uh, you know, and kenya or zimbabwe or something where, where people use their abs a lot mm-hmm. she's like yeah they squat and it comes right out but um but, so, here, but you western women yeah that's essentially what she said <laughs> <laughs> i was like got it duly noted
1: but yeah she said it's got a twist and turn in the canal yeah well, it's they, intense there's yeah. just a lot of intensity around childbirth people don't tell you i mean it's, they do i'm joking but one of the benefits
0: don't. of of a natural birth though is that on the way through the canal the baby's exposed to all of these um oh, microbes all the microbes and things and it boosts their immune system yeah. that's one of the things that a vaginal think, birth you a mean. vaginal birth right. so in a
3: c-section they'll get that
2: right um, and you poop a little bit on them and they're like thanks But they,
3: with c-sections now a friend of mine had one recently and they will swab the kid with oh really yeah. what
1: juices yep, yep. whoa Smart. Yep
2: we talking about swabs over here. When you said that you had a scary <laughs> gynecological experiment, I thought you were gonna talk about like some new c- crazy weird speculum that was made out of I don't know, like I sw- I don't know, like something scary like titanium or something. I didn't oh. realize that it. it was an emotionally scary yes. thing. Yeah. I was, I was thinking it was just a physically scary. Yeah. No. So I'm sorry, that's not good.
1: <laughs> thank you. <sighs> <sighs> it's
3: because a speculum looks like a duck.
2: <laughs> yeah, it sure does. Thank good you. Good. I'm trying to think what the scariest thing a speculum could be made of, and I can't I could not think I anything scary. I was trying
1: to think of something to make for an edible speculum (laughs) and I couldn't even come up with something quickly. Like what would it be like Like sugar? I don't
2: know. Like one that
3: dissolves?
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. I don't know uh, what the scariest speculum would be but there's a material out there. I don't know.
3: Sandpaper? Sure.
2: Yep. Yep. You did it. You figured it out. Or something sticky.
1: (laughs) Sticky sandpaper. Woof. Yeah. Anyway. Flypaper. Gross. (laughs) Silly
0: putty. Okay.
1: Uh... (laughs) Whitney Cummings, I think it was Whitney Cummings, posted a video of herself getting her nose waxed. Mm. I think it was her. I say because I don't, I'm not sleeping well lately, so in the middle of the night, I look at my phone. What which, part
0: of her nose?
1: The nostrils,
0: like the interior. Oh, yeah, the inside. Okay. Sorry, I
1: didn't make that clear. That's
0: super dangerous. Ouch. Like the hairs pulled.
1: I mean, they didn't like stick the wax, the paper mm. up inside her nose, but it was just sort yeah. of like like covering a nostril and then ripping and covering but a is nostril it- and ripping.
0: It's the nostril hairs, yes, not the the
1: nostril hairs.
0: Because if those get infected, that could kill you.
1: Oh, well, tell Whitney or whoever it was. Like I said, so in the middle of the night, I scroll my phone, which I think all people who help you with sleep recommend. Definitely use your electronics in the middle of the night. They yeah, say, that blue light calms mm-hmm. you. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I look with the sound off. I'm pretty sure it was her. It looked really painful, and I was just thinking, that looks really painful. Yeah,
0: you know, I can never do that. Because I'm, I'm a student of like ancient cultures and mm. mythologies and storytelling and stuff like yeah. that. Back when we were um, just in tribes and living, you know, in small groups, in the middle of the night, the shaman would come and yell news events in your face <laughs> in the middle of the night. Yeah. And that's what we got used to. So you think it's unnatural, but it's actually the most natural thing.
2: Yeah, it's very, yeah, it definitely helps regulate your sleep cycle to hear about <laughs> atrocities
1: locally and
2: globally. Yeah. Right. Right. You
1: know what really makes me sleep well? Hmm. When I'm middle of the night, I can barely open my eyes and yet I decide I need to look at my phone because I can't sleep and then I see like some shitty tweet from someone to me. Oh, That's what I'm in the best mindset. I love to those. <laughs> yes. I love those. Mm. But you guys, I need to talk to you <laughs> about Carbon 38. I'm currently wearing a Carbon 38 item. I've been wearing it nonstop.
0: Is it your confidence?
1: <laughs> it gives me confidence. Oh. It's... I don't even know... I love it's it. I cardigan. noticed it. I noticed yeah. it. And I was going to say something. Thank cool. you. It's a. I don't know exactly what you call. It. So Carbon Thirty Eight is a site that sells performance. It's a performance fashion e-commerce site that curates brands that blur the lines between workout wear and street style. Pieces transition effortlessly from studio to street or from workout to weekend, and they carry items ideal for layering over workout wear like leather jackets and knitwear. So I get that I guess. I want to say it's athleisure, but I don't know the actual use of that term. But regardless, I got this, this wrap. Okay, so here's the deal. I didn't even fill in my eyebrows tonight. We're not taking a photo tonight. (laughs) But we're going to use an old photo. But if you go back and you see the photo of me with Ken Marino, I'm wearing this. And people, it's sort of like, it's got little cutouts where the elbows are. And it also has a little thumb cutout. That's how you know it's for active people. Yep because i don't have time to pull down it's my sleeves. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like it because it's it's like cozy goth too. it's so cozy it's i love it i've been wearing it nonstop i need in fact I need to buy one in other colors they have i wish they had them in all colors because this would become my new go to thing unfortunately, I think they only have one other color in but anyway, find my photo with this week's Monday guest Ken Marino, and you can see what I'm talking about, and you can also probably like all the other photos from the last few weeks. I'm wearing it, like I said, nonstop. Also, I got this water bottle that Allie Ward admired right when she walked in. This okay. is also from Carbon Thirty Eight, and I actually have water in it. You guys know I don't like water. Wow. It's really cute. Thank you. And I touched it. Yeah, and it's, it's got cool. like a silicone. Yeah, it's got a rubbery. outside it's got grip. and it's glass, and it's got this cool little doodad that you can hold. That on the on the the um, lid, so you can carry it. Huh. it's a it's a carrying doodad. I'm good at describing stuff, uh, and also Carbon Thirty Eight sells their best selling Takara leggings, which are a lightweight legging with a liquid finish that makes it look like leather. Uh, the that collection is sold out three times, and there's Carbon Thirty Eight signature collections, um, and then they have all these great brands. Like I was unfamiliar, anyway. I'm just saying, I'm in love with this. Sweater thing that I'm wearing. So go to Carbon 38 and get yourself one.
0: Get that Alison Rosen look.
1: That's right. That's right. Free returns within the U.S., If something's out of stock, you select your size and sign up for a notification when it's back in stock. Carbon 38 offers new arrivals daily from the top luxury performance fashion labels. Go to carbon38.com and use code Allison for 20% off your order. That's carbon38.com, promo code Allison for 20% off your order. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now let's talk about Allie Ward for a bit. Oh, okay. How's work going? I know you're doing
2: a bazillion things. Uh, Work has been a little crazy the last two months, hence I have not seen you guys. But um, yeah, I just have been traveling. I'm working on on these two Netflix shows. One I've already shot that comes out later this year, and then one I'm in the middle of shooting. So I was shooting that in like July a lot, and then I kind of hit the ground running with CBS, Innovation Nation, and then just was just traveling a bunch. So I've been on the road a lot, and then working on ologies.
1: So there's a thing of yours that's coming out that i don't know if we can talk about i think it comes out
2: to i think it comes out the like on wednesday when oh. this comes up thursday and what is it what is it mm-hmm. that one's the cw show so that's, okay yes okay so we so tell me tell me about oh. that oh uh, that's fun so that's my own show which is exciting but i got a call um i got a call that innovation had been renewed and then they're like and are you sitting because you got a good news like we gave you your own show. And I was like, say so what? Like, how this has been <laughs> happening? It was like the best surprise party ever, only, o- only over the phone was just a producer. But, um, <laughs> but so yeah, so I have my own show. It's called Did I Mention Invention? And it premieres on October 6th Yay. on CW. That's on so Saturday morning. exciting. Yeah, it's really exciting. <laughs> and this was, I, I mean, after I've been on the show complaining because, um, because like cable executives are like, no women, please. And I'm like, this is network fuckers um i don't swear on the show it's for children (laughs) but um yeah so i've been shooting that too so that it's just been a little crazy and then um and then sometimes if i can make it to a meeting about workaholism (laughs) during the week i go but i don't have been to many i
0: feel like a the workaholic meeting is going to be the least attended meeting of all it's the <laughs> best. different yeah
1: everyone comes in you know, are they on their phones the whole on. time no but it's
2: um it does because it's like in this town it's so hard not to work yeah because you're like you don't know if you're gonna work in two years so you're like i gotta do all the jobs now but i feel like in other if you're like in any other field you can be not any other. Like, if you're a gymnast, you're like, I peak at 12 and then just like yeah. throw me in the garbage. But, um, but yeah, so I've just, I, I work maybe a little bit too. I, hu- I try to hustle just a little too much. But, um, but yeah, so, but I'm home for the next like couple weeks. And then, and so yeah, I was like, oh, I'm around if you need me, if you want me around. But yeah, so it's been good. It's been cool. It's kind of crazy. I haven't really, um, like fully absorbed, that I get my own show. It's kind of crazy. It's like, oh, I had a moment where I was like, oh, I've been working toward this since I was 12. That's weird. Yeah. So, yeah. Since I, you quit your gym
1: gymnast career, I, <laughs> they threw, crawled they, out of the garbage. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Clawed your way out of the garbage. Just mm-hmm. dusted Put all the chalk th- off of my yeah. very muscular
2: thighs. Um. Yeah, so that's been, that's what's going on. Yay. So, what kind of stuff will be
1: on? did I mention invention <laughs>
2: it's um it's kind of a repack of innovation so they take a lot of my segments and then i just do new host wraps and stuff so it's um it's a little bit of a mishmash
1: do you get to ha- do you get to choose what you cover or do they are they like this week we think you should cover this? they tend to do a lot of choosing i will i
2: will send suggestions that sometimes they take but for the most part they're like hey we started the season and we've already mapped out 22 episodes wow. and you're like oh cool okay cool but um, so sometimes I don't, but um, but I get to su- suggest things. But yeah, so I've just been plugging along on that.
1: That's so cool. And it's did you cool. with to get CBS? to begin with? Was that an audition or how did that all happen?
2: No, I was volunteering at a museum and uh, and someone I knew worked for that same production company doing post and they recommended me. And then, so I just like came in for a meeting and then I got a call like a month or two later that they were like, you have a job. And I was like, oh shit. So I came in for a meeting to talk about it. But, um, but yeah, so that stuff is, I guess that's been, I've been very lucky that way. But I mean, I've had to audition for other shows where they screen test you and they're like, come back five times in one week and they give you no notice. And you have to prepare all these notes on like nuclear disasters, and you're like oh and then they're like you didn't get it. And you're like I didn't think so. So there's that's nerve wracking, but um, but yeah. So I'm just kind of um, just kind of plugging along. But the hardest stuff was definitely the last couple months. That was that was a little like that was like three a.m. call times and mm-hmm. you know bouncing around. It's yeah, it's it's crazy. But this is new news in Allie Wardland. I got a Fitbit, you guys, Ooh, what? <laughs> to track my sleep. How's it going? Does it it's, work? It's going okay. It's going okay. I went to um, I went to a doctor to be like anxiety meds. Let's talk about them. And he's like, "Well, how's your sleep?" And I was like, "Garbage, it's so shitty." And he's like, "Well, sleep like a normal person, and then come talk to me about yeah. putting medication on your brains." And so, were you um, happy
1: with that response, or were you like, "I came for Xanax"?
2: I was happy with the response because it was. Very good advice that was way too expensive for what it was. Any (laughs) single person on earth could have told me the same advice, but because it came from someone who charged me money for it, I was like, thank you. I will finally take this advice. Mm, Yes. So I went- Yes,
1: sort of like how your friend can give you advice and Mm -hmm. you'll be like, back off. But a therapist gives it to you and you're like, that makes so much sense. It
2: was expensive counsel. So I was like, I'm not going to throw this away. So I got a Fitbit that night and then I just, you know, been using it.
1: Are you wearing it now? Yeah. Where is it? It's ugly.
3: And then for people that don't want to fork out for a Fitbit, oh, that's mm-hmm. a nice wristband on there.
2: I got it for $9 on Amazon. You can pop in a new nice. wristband. Yeah.
3: For the people that don't want to fork out for a Fitbit because they're not cheap, you could say, well, oh. if you go to the doctor, they're going to charge you <laughs> way more and then tell you to get a Fitbit. That's Cut right. Cut out the middleman, buy Fitbit. You're basically getting it for free.
2: The Fitbit cost me half as much as that one thirty-five minute appointment. <laughs> and also, if you want a Fitbit, you guys, go to Bed Bath Beyond, use a coupon. That's how you do it. I was gonna get it on Amazon, and I was like, I can get, I can use. It. I called up Bed Bath and I was like, Yo, first off, do you sell Fitbits? or like, We do. And I was like, Can I use a coupon? And like, Sure can. And I was like, I'm heading down there. I'm getting my thirty dollars off. But um, yeah, I love that sleep. you
1: called ahead to ask. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wanna That's waste time. An Allison Rosen move. <laughs>
2: I didn't want to get there and
1: have them I know say, it's super disappointing you can
2: only use this on generic towels right I was like but but it helps and it tracks your sleep and then you can see like oh I slept like five hours that's bad so it's been making me go to bed like a person how does it know when you're not sleeping
0: probably because you move around
2: yeah you move you toss and try. it tells you how many times you're up in the middle of the night it's so weird oh my god so I have you learned
0: it. anything surprising
2: yeah I don't sleep enough yeah. there you go but now I do I've been like deliberately going to bed because I'm like you're now your Fitbit. Yeah, I've like gamified it where I was like, oh, I don't want to look at this in the morning and see like five and a half hours. So does that I mean was, you go to bed earlier? I go to bed earlier, and I've, if I'm scrolling on my phone, I was like, oh, I'm gonna wake up and this is gonna have a shitty score. <laughs> so it's helpful. It's worth it. I got I the Alta Fitbit Alta Bed Bath Me. I use a coupon, you guys. And then if you don't like the wristband because they're very ugly and rubbery, you just go on like Amazon and you buy like a ten dollar. Ooh, it just lit it up.
1: up. Was it telling you that you're you're
2: moving? Look at you doing cardio? Every time you move your wrist, it's like, do you want to know what time it is? And you're like, not, not really. <laughs> uh, I was just moving. But yeah, so it was helpful. Anyway, that's that's all Ward's advice of the day. Thank
1: you. That's good. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if I should get an Apple iWatch. I was going to say iPhone, but I already have one. I watch. Doesn't I watch do all this and it also does. give you your text messages? Yeah. But when people get iwatches, watches, they
2: stop texting people back because they look at the message. Oh. They go, cool. And then they forget
1: to return it back. Oh. You know what else causes that what? syndrome? Checking your email in the middle of the night. Oh, cause stuff yeah. comes in. And then the next day I'll have it's almost like that thing where you're like, wait, I dreamt about that last night. Mm. Wait, I got Ooh. an email about that last night. And then yeah. I got a. Yeah. I really need to not sleep with my phone next to me, but that's never going to happen. Do you use it for an alarm? Yes. Okay. Ooh. But I but lately I wake up before my alarm and then I turn my alarm off. Well, but I still use it for an alarm. I know. I'm I don't know
2: what to tell you. I think phones phone like my phone is a nightmare. It's I, I'm I'll scroll on it when I wake up and then i'm like oh look at that 45 minutes of my day did i what? learn anything no not really yeah. just like who's proud of someone else for an emmy nomination <laughs> and you're like
1: that's cool but like did i need that to start my day yeah. and i don't even have the attention span to read the actual i, don't, <laughs> I barely have the <laughs> attention span for twitter but there it it's serving me access to real news. But I'm I like, know. nah, it's too hard. No, no, no. I like, I don't know what I'm looking for. Plus, it's I know. like,
0: why do I always have this low-level anxiety, low to like high-level anxiety at all times? And it's like, because you're filling your head with oh, my God, the world is ending I know. news.
2: I will tell you that the Fitbit records your heart rate, and I will look for spikes in my heart rate, and I can correlate it to times during the day when I got bad news, scary news, whatever. And I'm like, oh, my God, my heart rate like went whoop. And you're like, oh, that's like that's real adrenaline. That's like when you were at the doctor. See, if I like- had, Yeah, it would have been beep. Does it, does it ever beep? No, it's never like, uh, hey, simmer down. Code Red! Code Red! freaking out. <laughs>
1: no. Well, if it could have, it would have when <laughs> I was... <laughs> <laughs> yep. That's your Fitbit letting you know that your heart rate's very, very mm-hmm. high. Uh, I need to t- talk to you guys about ritual. These are vitamins for women. They're made... For cynics by cynics. Uh so ritual vitamins contain the nine essential nutrients that women need most in the best, cleanest, like most usable form. Because most multivitamins, many multi I don't know, many multivitamins have a ton of stuff in them that your body actually can't use and you end up just peeing it out. Um so the people behind ritual are like, let's really be careful with what with how, where we source the stuff. Like if you go to their website, you can find out where they got each ingredient. You can find out information about each ingredient. Um, in the same way that now with food, we want to like, we want the food to be very clean. You want to find out where is it sourced and all this. Um, you're probably taking a vitamin and you're not getting that level of information with your vitamins. Well, no more ritual is here to change that. Uh, and, It's the only omega 3 that actually tastes good with natural mint essential oils. And they have this uh, patented, innovative beadlet in oil formulation. They're really not that, not that you choose your vitamins based on how they look, but they are a very good looking vitamin. Right? They are no. Yeah, uh, I, I have, some, have some.
2: Yeah, I have some in my cabinet. I take them in the morning, and um, yeah, they look like an oil lamp from the seventies. Yes, because they're like these little tiny little beads. Yeah, in
1: oil, and you take two of them. They taste like mint, mm-hmm. and they're great. Because then you're like, oh, I feel so fresh." It's a bead lit in oil formulation that keeps dry ingredients separate from oils within the capsule, so you only have to take one pill, uh, and it is, and it, it's. Enteric, so it's coated. So it's delayed release, and it bypasses the stomach to help prevent nausea. Um, and I have to tell you guys, I cannot tolerate mint, especially when I'm pregnant. So I had to give mine to, to Allie Ward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she's here to tell you they're really good. They and are. I'm, I feel like I'm like the only person in the world who the mint is something that makes me not not be able to do it. I love it. Every yeah. I love it. It's like if you're part of the like ninety nine point nine 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 percent people in the world for whom this is a, a bonus, then you should get behind ritual. It tastes
2: like you know, when you put your face into like a mint julep, you're like, Oh, here we go. It's like that. Like you open up the little container and you're like, ha. Huh! That is some fresh. Refreshing business. and I like that you take it and you're like, someone else figured this out for me. Yes. And also if you have ever taken a B vitamin with warm water or tea, you want to kill yourself. <laughs> so I like that like there's no B vitamin that makes me wanna
1: Ralph. Right. And also they're vegan, which is it's rare to find vegan in a vitamin because oh, yeah. usually it's like, Oh, this is from pork, or if this is from this, or if it's from this, vegan, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and allergen-free. Uh, like I said, if you visit their website, you'll learn everything uh, from why each ingredient is beneficial to where it's sourced. Uh, 95% of women do not get the vitamins and minerals they need on a daily basis. Ritual created a smarter vitamin with the nine essential ingredients women lack most. Go to ritual.com slash Rosen. Ritual.com slash Rosen. Choose clean ingredients backed by science. Sign up now at Ritual.com slash Rosen. Okay. Uh, Let's do one important news story. (laughs) (laughs) It's the news news with Allison. Allison Rosen is your best friend
3: really a hot jingle i know it's I thank really you
2: love trap that dog i loved too. it i loved it give us the news are you gonna give us a news like twitter where you only tell us five words about a news story and then we don't read the raster yes the i'm thing.
1: actually gonna give you guys a choice i have a feeling you're familiar with both of these stories yeah. i don't know are knows? we gonna talk about cynthia nixon's bagel. ordering a lox <laughs> bagel a lo- lox and cream cheese on a cinnamon raisin bagel with capers Oh, I didn't know about the capers. capers. They were fucking capers, you guys. Or are we going to talk about Mark Wahlberg posting his schedule? Have you seen that? I I have have not not seen seen his schedule. schedule. He gets up at 2.30 in the morning. Oh, no. He goes to sleep at 7.30 p.m. and he works out like 600 times and has 4,000 snacks. Of My course God. he does. I could read it to you. Which one do you guys want to talk? Which one do you have Such more strong feelings I about, care about, about I you don't care about Mark don't care about Mark Wahlberg? Okay.
2: I care, well, as someone who misses meetings about workaholism, I care about his, his structured schedule, but I can always look at that Well, we can,
0: we can do both, I think. Okay,
2: let's time. do both. Yeah. Let's start with the bagel.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: I think she's a visionary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put it right out there. I've been trying to
0: wrap my head around it, like trying to find an analogous sort of thing. Because in that context, a bagel with those flavors, I'm like, "Ew!" But then you go, "Yeah, but is there it's fusion? Yeah, is there a, another food where there's like that that fish with yes. cinnamon and sweet, raisin, and sweet and, I, and savory? I, well, raisins are good in curry, so I'm going, "That's good." What were you going to say? Sushi?
2: All? There's so much sugar in sushi, rice.
0: right?
1: Yeah, are you kidding? Sweet, sweet very sweet rice, right? I. It's the cinnamon I can't get past, because you could put raisins in, uh, like, tuna fish or something, and I don't think that's insane. No. Um, But it's the cinnamon bagel, which makes it a pastry to me. But a cinnamon bagel is not, like,
0: (laughs) crazy cinnamon. It's not like a cinnamon bun. But even any cinnamon. It's just a hint of cinnamon.
1: What about salted
2: butter on a cinnamon bagel That's yes amazing. please see yeah. sweet a little sweet and
1: salty but, but I've fish. Learned, i have never liked This needs fish it's yeah it's
2: fish <laughs> mm, yeah okay you got a point
1: <laughs> so wait let's just get clear on what was on this bagel okay locks, cream cheese right there was cream yeah. cheese i feel like i definitely i feel like capers burned capers. a hole into my memory forever okay and but you can look it up cinnamon raisins there's just a lot going on there the
0: real question is um do you want your governor to be someone who orders that
2: yes She's busy. She doesn't have time to do the savory thing and then be like, You know what any good? It's like a truffle. She's like, I'm doing this all at once. I got a subway to catch. Yep. I got some reebok. I am kinda into that. Also, she's idea. got new
3: ideas. She's yeah.
2: got new ideas.
3: And also this is not like John Kerry ordering a cheesesteak with with cheese on it in Philadelphia where he was it was a photo op and he was being a dunce. I feel like this is her thing. Yeah. yeah. She's figured out something that kind of works and that she likes. So that's interesting. But but that being said, it might be disgusting. And also, like, I bet you if you said to her, like, yeah, but what about this? She's tried it
0: all. She's tried it all and she's gone to the next level. And now she's figured out, like, something you've never thought of before.
2: Here's what I think happened. I think one day she's like, fuck, the only bagel we have is raisin. So she made it and was like, hey, how about this? So I think it shows that in trying times, she's resourceful and she's not (laughs) afraid to be a pioneer or a maverick.
0: By the way, she is pretty great.
2: I think she's pretty cool. Yeah. Um. I she. I feel like she's. It's the equivalent of wearing Reeboks with a power suit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's doing both.
3: So I just looked up the article. Uh huh. Uh. Capers, cream cheese, and capers. Yes.
2: Knew it on and a cinnamon
3: lock. raisin and locks. bagel. And, and locks.
1: I knew it. I knew there were capers because the caper is really, really that puts really. Top. That, yeah, that. Just, and I like capers, but mm-hmm. just capers on a cinnamon raisin bagel is a no-go for me. I it's, mean, not that anyone would order that, but still. let's. It's the fish, just, just the coup d'etat. Well, the you
0: would coup like salmon, I mean, coupe de gras. think about this, though. If you <laughs> were <laughs> cooking salmon,
1: <laughs> it's a coup de foie gras.
0: You could cook salmon and put, like, brown sugar on it and cook it, and that that would be good.
1: I'm not <laughs> sure about that.
0: Oh, It'd yeah, like a glaze, like teriyaki okay. is, All right, all right. sweet.
1: Have you ever gone to Panda Express? Do you know yes. how much sugar is at Panda Express? Well, right. right, but not on their fish. Probably. I've never ordered fish there. Have you ever gotten like glazed honey walnut? Yeah. I guess teriyaki mm, sauce. Yes, you're right. Yes.
3: There's teriyaki yeah. sauce. You can get that on fish. That's but, very but sweet. But here I'm, yeah, it's
0: true. I'm flipping back, but it's not just fish. It's smoked fish. It's smoked. <laughs> right. It's like, you know, I although don't, like so a crazy. Honey, a honey smoked <laughs> thing.
1: <laughs> a honey smoked thing. Smoked can be sweet. Yeah, honey hams. Yeah. It,
0: it's like a maple smoked fish. Yes. I'm, I'm in it's, love. With, we're candied, all going out and ordering this. It's this week. candied
1: fish. Do I bet you, you this
0: is a hot order at every bagel many, shop now.
2: Yeah, how many people have tried it? Like, is there like a, will have the Cynthia Nixon where people are trying this and like mukbanging it, where they're like, "Watch me eat this." What's mukbang?ing That's where you eat food for the internet. <laughs> I've never, heard, <laughs> never that. heard that. You just make dead eyed, dead eyed stare to the camera and you eat stuff. I think
0: is that <gasps> like a version of unboxing videos where you yes, just <laughs> but you're
2: inboxing. Inboxing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that's. I I feel like someone must have tried I feel it. I like think I'd be really good at mukbang.ing I think you should do it. I should mukbang. Side project.
1: Yes. um well, yeah, I do know. Isn't
0: that what Jenna kind of does?
1: Just do Mr. Nibbles. <laughs> she kind of Jenna kind of does do that with Jenna. She kind of Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Mr. Nibbles.
3: According to the New York Post, she proudly defended this. This was not some of kind of. Oh right, no up. shame. No, it's her thing. What'd yeah, she, she say? S- she said. She said, "That's what I want: a full load, <laughs> a full load with cream cheese." When the deli worker asked her if she wanted tomatoes, onions, and capers along with the lox, and she said, "Sweet and salty," Nixon said proudly. And then she said, don't knock it till you've tried it.
2: Right. Yep. It's, I think she's getting dessert and
1: breakfast done in one. I do too. It's weird how if it were chicken <laughs> or turkey or anything, it's, it's the fish yeah. that is like the, mm. that I can't get past. And also the capers and the onions. Well, uh, it yeah. does.
0: The more I, I think about it. the
1: weirdest shit, you guys.
0: The more I think about it, the. It does sound better to me than an everything but like if people are into the everything bagel I'm but not. if you think about that one that that's kind of like that's a like garlic and yeah. all sorts of shit in it. Like this is okay, it's on the spectrum of crazy things you'd get at a bagel shop.
1: I would dump them in a cup and then pour some almond milk and drown it in truvia. Well, that and sounds good. Egg bagel is actually kind of sweet. Like an egg bagel with Cream cheese and smoked salmon. That's it's actually a sweet bagel. But
0: you're a woman that puts ketchup on her salad with all sorts of crazy Mm. shit. I know. And Truvia. Like you'll you'll do a salad sugar free
1: ketchup just for anyone who wants. I don't put Truvia on my salad anymore. You whoa (laughs) whoa wait (laughs) what? I went through a phase where I think I would put Splenda on my salad. So I would look in
0: there and it would be just like uh, butter lettuce with I can't believe it's not butter. (laughs) sprayed on it. I can't believe it's not butter. Lettuce. Uh yeah. ketchup. Um Splenda.
1: Not I feel like the Splenda was capers. before I knew you. Oh yeah, I did like capers. I feel like the Splenda was before I knew you. The heart Tribute. wants what it wants.
0: I'm just saying, like pass no judgments, honey, on Miss Cynthia Nixon. I
1: also would use um sugar-free maple syrup and put a tiny bit of that in my salad to make like a sweet dressing. See, it's like. With mustard. Chicken
2: and waffles with maple syrup. You know what I mean? Right. But I I once was so desperate for cereal that I did not have. I found some panko breadcrumbs in the back of the cabinet (laughs) and I poured some coffee creamer and I was just like, this is now cereal.
1: How was it? Because I too. Pretty close. Yeah. I have been desperate for any sort of carb. Sure. um, And. I've eaten breadcrumbs. No, I don't buy them. They're very good. <laughs> not, the, not the breadcrumbs we have currently. Those have been unmolested by me. Uh, but like years ago, I don't know where I was. I think it was at my parents' house and they had breadcrumbs. And I was like, these are so, this does not taste like bread. It's like sawdust. It's really yeah. like
2: functional, it, edible sawdust. Right. It's filler. And I it's really got a bunch of spices in it too. Yeah. yeah it that I think the panko breadcrumbs were probably just pretty neutral. It sounds good, carb neutral. If you will, but sometimes you just crave a carb. So who knows? She's sweet and salty. She's getting done. She's proud. I think that that's important.
0: And she didn't back down. Mm. I love it. Okay. So Mark, Mark Wahlberg. Wahlberg's
2: schedule. Let me pull this
1: up. Um,
2: okay. Is this going to stress all of us out? Or is this going to be like, we're going to be so glad we had the life that we have? Also, he has three nipples. He does? Yeah, dude. I didn't know that. Supernumerary nipple. (laughs) Where is the third? Somewhere just floating around free range like a chicken on his chest.
1: When one has a third nipple? A lot of people do. Yeah. 10% of males.
2: Really? Yeah, it's huge. I once around a table, was discussing this with scientists. Two of them pulled their shirt up and they're like, like these? And I was like, oh. What? Yes. And a lot of times people just think it's a mole. But it's an extra nipple and it's well, smaller. Well, because it usually
0: says tiny.
2: That's my, that was my tiny. question. Yeah. So the third one is different looking. It's usually like smaller, like a runt. It's like the runt That's of cute. your nipple litter.
1: Daniel, do you have one?
0: No. You would know.
1: Well, maybe I wouldn't. I would just think it's a mole or something.
0: No, they look like nipples. They just look like tiny nipples. Well, I had a friend <laughs> growing up who had one. and He would always show it to everybody. It's like having another face on your stomach or something to me. It's like weird. it's weird. It's like uh oh.
2: It's look up Marky Mark. I think Kate Moss might have a third one also. Really? Yeah.
0: I. How do we feel about Marky Mark just before we get into a schedule?
1: Well, I don't feel that pro. Pause. Mm-hmm. <laughs> positive plus sign about him ever since I think you told me the story of, didn't he like blind someone? Yeah.
0: What? He, he had a bunch of hate crimes in his past. Look him no. Up. Yeah, he hit a, a Thai um, or Vietnamese sh- uh, store owner. He hit him in the back of the head with a stick <gasps> and blinded him. What? Yeah, for
2: when he was like a, when he was a he was rambunctious like a, youth? Yeah, he was yeah. like a
0: punk on the streets <sighs> and he was yelling racial epithets at people for fun.
2: <laughs> he I, hate, I hate it when people are like Ida. So fun! It's the most fun thing to do, Marky Mark. Um, I yeah. hate it when people are like, "Oh, I had this. I had kind of a crazy past. I was such a wild child." And then you're like, "Oh, you were like a violent offender. Right. Like that's oh, not
1: you were a sociopath. Oh yeah, cute. You know, there's like, a guy
0: right now who's blind because of you. Oh,
2: that's awful. But hey, whatever.
0: He can't I mean,
1: even see his movies. Oh, good I don't know. Him. Good for
2: him though.
1: <gasps> okay, so. This is his typical daily schedule. At 2.30 a.m., wake up. 2.45, prayer time. Ew. Ew. Sorry, 3:15. I just... 3.15. <laughs> <sorry. laughs> Wait, did you guys both make sounds? <laughs> I, I did. Daniel did. I
0: did. I did. <laughs> Allie's innocent.
1: Did. I did. No, I did. 3.15 breakfast, which means prayer time lasts half an hour.
2: It's just so early. If I'm getting he's up, just
0: like. Thank you, Lord, for letting me get away with my hate crimes and still Aww. be really famous.
2: <laughs> I think the thing that's so ill about it is like, it's so pious for someone who has physically assaulted people yeah. for money.
1: But okay. Yeah. 3.40 to 5.15 a.m. workout. Okay. 5.30 a.m. post-workout meal. Six. And by the way, I'm envisioning all this happening in a dark house while the rest of his family sleeps like normal human beings. Yeah. Yeah
0: okay does he have a family Is i he don't married? know
1: yeah i think no. he's got kids i think oh. so okay i get him um, i'm confusing him with matt damon right oh now. my god i was Is gonna that? say the same yeah, thing
2: matt damon married his assistant and i'm like okay good for them right. but i get them confused They're
1: like chicken and turkey to me yes <gasps> oh my god okay 6 a.m shower Seven thirty a.m <laughs> golf 8 a.m snack a.m., cryo chamber recovery. I thought you were just going to say cry, and I was like, that tracks. (laughs) (laughs) 10.30 a.m., snack. 11 a.m., family time slash meetings slash work calls. 1 p.m., lunch. (laughs) 2 p.m., meetings slash work calls. 3 p.m., pick up kids at school. 3.30, snack. 4 o'clock, workout number two. 5 o'clock, shower. Oh, he showered earlier. It's a lot of showering. He showers a couple times. Yeah, uh, five thirty p.m. dinner slash family time. Seven thirty p.m. bedtime.
2: Wow, that's crazy. Bedtime,
1: now a little bit, I'm Saturday. like, is this going to show up on Snopes? But I, I believe that it is real.
2: Where where was this obtained?
1: I saw it on Instagram, but then I saw a lot of people posting well, it on Instagram. He did like an AMA where he oh, okay, so wait, he gets it. up at two thirty, yeah, and goes to bed at seven thirty. Oh interesting
0: so, so he's only getting what like what seven that, seven hours of sleep? yeah
1: okay i did the math earlier in case anyone's wondering yes. how i did it so fast but why the time
3: shift why uh, yeah
1: wh- you're right that's
3: the well that's not the yeah. most baffling part but that's a baffling part why that? yeah right And do you but, think he
1: has a personal trainer who has to show up at like probably yes. when prayer time's over um, yeah i
0: bet the time shift because The work part has to be at the
3: time it is, so he wants to do what he wants before that. When I hear a schedule like this, I think, hates his family.
2: Yeah, because I love that Mm. it's like, work and meeting stuff, Family time. Family time, yeah. yeah, And it's all on the same two-hour block. Right. And
3: if I get up at 2.30, that means nobody else will be awake. I don't have to deal Mm -hmm. with my family. Yeah, it's a little sociopathic.
2: I bet that the words, Daddy's busy, is said in the house so many times a day. Daddy's busy. Daddy's busy.
0: But it's like busy doing stuff for himself. It's all just like, hey, I get to work out, and then I'm gonna go in the cryo chamber. And it's oh. just okay. It's great
2: chicken breasts.
0: And talk to my producing partner who's doing all the real work for my production company, you know?
2: Oof. I, I don't know. Uh that I thought that that would stress me out, but instead it just makes me exhausted mm-hmm. and it makes me think that um yeah, I don't think he likes his family. <laughs> But I know that he's eating so much boiled spinach. Yeah, oh my God. He's so
1: paleo. I found when I switched my schedule, and there's been like a, a lot of attrition, but when I switched to getting up early and going to bed early, I was like, oh, this is how productive people do it. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. Um, that is I correct. still do it, mm-hmm. but I often, I, but, but I'm no longer productive. But- <laughs> But I but I still go to bed early. I try we, to. We had
0: this discussion years ago, a couple of years ago, um, when we were talking about uh, morning people versus night people. And I had heard uh, an interview with some scientist who was talking about how they did research on this and that actually um, there some people just are and that it's genetic. And I remember Al, who I think is a morning person, was like, just go to bed earlier. And I think... Or just shift your your time schedule, and I think the point I didn't make then, and I would like to now correct the record. Oh, two years yes. later, will you is, finally settle his hat? Well, <laughs> no, it isn't about that. I think it's like you can't understand how another person is, so you just like just change it. It's not that. It's not about like not being able to shift your time. It's about how it is going to bed for me. It's hard to go to bed because I get like a second wind. Whenever that is, if I, ske- if I start going to bed at 8 or I go to bed at 2, whatever it is, right about that time, I start to feel, like, really motivated to do things. And it's hard to just, like, go to bed. And in the morning, it's really hard to get up no matter how much sleep I've gotten. I know. And I think that it's just different. Like, if you're a morning person, it's, it's just – you don't have that. You can just go to bed. And so then you just get up and you're fresh. and you're. I think that's more about what it is, not like when, what time of day it is.
1: I am in a much better mood at the end of the day than I am at the beginning of the day. I will say having Elliot has changed it a bit in that like that's a ray of sunshine in my morning. But in general, in the morning, I'm not in a totally. good mood.
0: I am always in a rotten mood first thing in the morning, but then Elliot will... Come in, and he just laughs. Oh. He, he he thinks it's so funny when he's found us. In the room. So well, found you because I got him. Go, yeah. ah, and, <laughs> and it's just like it. It's like gray clouds just evaporating. Aww. It's just the and it's so it makes the mornings really nice.
1: But in general, I feel that mornings are are time to um to reckon with existential fate and mm. dread.
2: Yeah, and, I always wake up and I'm like. Ugh. God, this whole thing again. <laughs> <No. Yeah. laughs> Didn't I just do this yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, Ugh, what am I going to plan? How am I going to fail myself today? Will it happen? But yeah, toward the end of the day, it's, uh, I tend to get more creative, I think, too. But I think it's also like, uh, the other thing is it's easier to create stuff at the end of the day because like, no one's emailing you and no one expects yeah. anything of you. But in the middle of the day, like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock, like you feel weird
1: working on like writing a book because you're like, shouldn't I be returning emails? But that's what I found when I would get up. And I do not get up this early anymore. But when I was getting up at like a tiny bit before 6 or a little before 6, it's like, oh, my God, this is like this free magical mm. time where yeah. you feel like Mark you're Wahlberg like ahead like, of everyone.
0: Why not just do start at 2.30? <laughs> And you get that whole. I know. You know? Well, your mom her.
1: does that. She gets up at four.
0: My mom gets up super early and she'll, you know, paint or read. Clean. And, yeah, she'll do stuff.
2: My, I, yeah, I have, my producer gets up that early. So I'll get emails from her at like, you know, 6 I, a.m. and I'm like, I think
0: The film business um, really favors morning people because, especially in production, if you're somebody who's naturally can do that. You're gonna thrive. Me, it's I, production was always hard because you have call times at 4 a.m. Oh and God! Fuck yeah. that! I don't. You know, I just can't do anything that early.
2: Call times when you have to get up at three o'clock in the morning. You're in like your call times four somewhere, and you have to be on camera. And you're like, Oh God! You look awful. You smell awful. It's the you just roll up like, Oh God! Fix this whole face. But I—that's or catching flights. Ugh.
0: Oh, if I ever have anything like tomorrow morning, I have to be somewhere at nine a.m. I'm—I'm I'm stressed about it now. <laughs> it's only nine, you know. When I heard
1: you agree to be there at nine a.m., I was like, "Why are you doing it to yourself?" Oh God!
0: I had to negotiate nine. He eight thirty.
1: How far away? <laughs>
0: um uh, burbank. burbank downtown oh burbank. that's not
2: bad if you were it's like marina terrible. del rey then it's just like just get a hotel
1: tonight i
0: know, I know. i've <laughs> done that screw it i've done that we it's in, in in marina del rey too we had a convention there and See? i just got a hotel room there. Mm-hmm.
1: um you know what you would benefit you immensely mm. uh if you were in marina del rey this makes no sense what i'm saying and actually it's a product more for women but i really feel like men or women mm. could use it mm-hmm. uh I want to talk to you guys about Kapari's coconut deodorant. It's an aluminum-free deodorant that doesn't suck. (laughs) Uh, Oftentimes, aluminum-free deodorants, natural deodorants, they just suck and they don't smell good and they don't work that well. Kapari, not so. They sell out of it all the time. Instead of plugging up your sweat glands, Kapari's deodorant takes care of any smell without messing with your body's natural patterns. Uh, Allie Ward is smelling it now and he ha- is so passing it around it. the table. I think I I've made it. everyone smell it before. What do you think of it? I love it. I want yeah. it.
3: It's where like can I get it? fresh.
1: <laughs> oh, oh, well, if you're curious about where you can get it, just hang on because that information is coming. More importantly, it works. It fights odor with plant based actives such as sage oil and coconut oil. That's what those smells are. And it it's like it's so, it smells like a tropical vacation in just in the clean, refreshing way. I'm kind of obsessed with how good that smells. I know, I want to eat it. It outlasts your longest days. It's gotten a lot of love from editors at Cosmo and People, and there are thousands of five-star reviews on Kopari's website from people who are now coconut converts. This is Kopari's number one selling product. They can barely keep it in stock. Uh, Kapari's deodorant doesn't leave behind a sticky white residue, just the sweet, subtle scent of fresh coconut milk. It's also free of silicone, sulfates, parabens, GMOs, and baking soda, so it's great for sensitive skin. So knowing there's a safe, clean Option out there that works just as well and smells amazing, why wouldn't you want to try it? Kapari offers a money back guarantee, so there's no reason not to. Say aloha to Kapari. Go to KapariBeauty.com slash best friend to make the safe switch today and see how you can save five dollars off your first order. That's Kapari K-O-P-A-R-I beauty.com slash best friend, beauty.com slash best friend. And I also want to talk to you guys about loot crate. I have a loot crate right here. Mm -hmm. Allow me to grab it.
0: This is the sound of Allison grabbing this the loot crate. This is me crate.
1: grabbing a loot crate. What's uh, in the box? What's in the box? Loot crate is a monthly subscription box delivered direct to your door with exclusive pop culture collectibles, apparel, and gear. Loot crate curates, designs everything themselves. You can't find these items anywhere else. Exclusive. No matter what you geek out about, this is for you. So in this loot crate, so there's there is some pretty a cool stuff. Rick- they've
0: they've gotten better. The, the original ones were like, okay, these are these are things that are legitimately pretty cool.
1: A Rick and Morty item.
0: Like an original Rick and Morty figurine? Oh, yes. Wow. That's pretty neat. This
1: is the sound of it. I'm going to hand it to Daniel. Well, He's a huge you got to put it Morty together, fan. but it's,
0: uh, yeah, I love Rick and Morty.
1: A, an, a t-shirt, an office space t-shirt. How cool is that? Um, one of these phone grips and stands, a pop pop sockets. sockets yes i just thank you the guy that invented them what? you did yeah well i have one now you have one on your phone this yep. is a batman one a little pin here i think there's this is a um a notebook couldn? yes harlequin journal so much cool stuff this is
2: great because if you don't have a personality you can just do loot crate and then you are instantly cool
0: <laughs> but it's also stuff that you know if you work in a miserable like Cubicle or something like this, you know, new stuff to put on your desk and play with during
1: the day. You guys are not selling it that well. (laughs) No, I think it's awesome. These are genuine. It's genuinely cool stuff. It's very like pop culture. Yes. No, I know you're. I know you're not. Um, And uh, the September crate has four incredible franchisees including Marvel's Venom, Alien, Predator, and X-Files. Guaranteed t-shirts in every crate. Loot Crate packs $50 of value into each crate for less than $20 a month. You can't lose. This crate will sell out. You only have until Wednesday, September 19th at 6 p.m. to guarantee your order on this crate, or it will be gone forever. Get the best surprises each month from the largest geek and gaming subscription company. Geek out in style with Loot Crate. Subscribe now by going to lootcrate.com slash Rosen and enter my code Rosen to save an exclusive 15% off your subscription. So again, subscribe now by going to Loot Crate, L-O-O-T C-R-A-T dot com slash Rosen and enter my code Rosen to save an exclusive 15% off your subscription. Okay. Uh, I say we should do some Just Me or Everyone. Let's have it. Sometimes I ponder on something I (laughs) or done is it just me or everyone <laughs> uh, I'm going to use this time to remind you guys patreon.com/ Allison Rosen is where you go for all that fun stuff that I talked about earlier and also uh, Greg Fitzsimmons and I need your voicemails for our new podcast childish if you have a question about parenting or other stuff leave us a voicemail. Uh, and we might play it on the show. And then here's the number get a pen or just go to my Twitter where I tweeted it out 323 553 2331. I believe it still says, Allison Rosen is your new best friend. You just got fitz dogged. <laughs> uh, the voicemail is still Allison Rosen is your new best friend. However, I might change it or I might not. Anyway, leave us a voicemail. What's going on? Are you guys looking at the pop socket over there? Just seeing
0: what it does. It's pretty neat.
1: It's pretty cool. Uh, our. Our friends Izzy and Jordan have them. Oh. I've noticed. Yeah, I have like a loopy thing on my phone. I, the loopy case is the name of it. Mm-hmm. But I've admired these pop sockets for a while because I feel like they're really popular. Well, if you have is a- they're super like, they sell really well, right? Yeah, the guy's,
2: I think the guy just lives in a dome full of money. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, yeah, but he invented them because he, he was like a philosophy professor and he invented them because he's like, he wanted to use them to spool his headphones around. Oh, that's smart. And he gave a bunch, he like prototyped them, gave a bunch to his students and then no one used them for that. I'll just use them as a stand and like to hold on to,
3: to things
0: well so, yeah. I, if you have the big iphone i'm always this is what's always happening to me i'm holding it in bed with one hand and trying to scroll at the same time pops out of my hand and smacks me in the face yep. and l- just last week gave me a bloody lip no! yep and this this way that doesn't happen so.
1: yeah i well, yeah. We have one in our loot crate box that you could pay me for is it batman it's batman oh, sweet <laughs> <laughs> okay, Bruised by Dawn says, always wonder what the yellow tickets say that CHP sticks on disabled vehicles and hope to never find out. I've not even seen this. No, I don't Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, that's when, when you've got like a your your Tercel breaks down on the side of the road and then they put a little thing on your antenna that's like, yeah, this broke. That's what it says. It says, yeah, this is broke. <laughs> Why? I think just so they know, like, no one, we've taken, we know whose car this is. Oh, like, oh don't like just
1: totally it. Yeah,
2: like, it's, it sucks. We'll get it in a minute.
1: Oh. Huh. Oh. I think it's like. On when disabled you, vehicles. I thought I know, I thought the same thing, like, Cars someone that, that had the disabled. That disabled placard. Not a car. Yeah. That's been, okay. Got it. Um, I think it's like putting a napkin over your beer. Right. Yeah. Like, don't roofie this car. Yeah. Like, we're. We know we're good. We'll come back. We did it. Crystal says, "I only sing the backing vocals to the theme song. This is my my theme song, and never the lead. Nobody can do it better than Trap Dog. Well, no, I think other people. I mean, I think other people do sing along to the, the I know, lead.
0: But she's right that yes, no one does it better that's than correct. Trap Dog.
1: Correct. Yes, yeah. but I think
2: people try.
0: Well, in in vain.
2: Yeah." Yeah, no, consensus has been reached. She will never do it as well as him, but she should try. Yeah, give
1: it a go. Crystal. Mighty Blouse says, first day wearing a new bra, I'm strutting around like I just got a boob job.
0: Mm, Definitely. No,
1: (laughs) I don't feel like I do this. Do you, Allie? I am the worst with bras. I feel like I have
2: two Maybe three in the rotation. Yeah. And I don't know why I don't wear the other ones. I think they all just are slightly ill fitting in their own. Yes, their own special ways. way. Yeah. So I don't know. The the bra that I wear the most, I think I've had a relationship with it longer than most marriages. Same. Which is it's just like from Target. I feel like I'm like, I've had this too long. <laughs> so I don't know. It's been too long. Yeah. I guess I need some new brasiers.
1: I don't think I strut. I think like I've gotten a boob job. I know that
0: feeling though with a good undershirt. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I have, there's a there's a kind of undershirt that I got that they don't make anymore, and I'm just, it's just rat, it's just tattered. <laughs> but it's...
1: It looks like a flash dance shirt now. It's nice. It's got, it's more whole than not whole, yeah. but he still wears it.
0: Yeah. So, you find something comfy you like, wear it till it's powdered.
2: <laughs> you have to get special pregnancy bras that you wear that, you know, for when things are doing their changing stuff what hmm.
1: no i just got a bigger size
2: huh. there you go
1: but um there are special well there's nursing bras and stuff i just mean like do as, you have
2: do you as your body
1: changes like yeah. i
2: just mean like would do you have to have like those on deck for like the bigger sizes not necessarily anything contraption right but just the bigger sizes for like okay here we go pregnant yeah. bras
1: yeah okay. yeah i don't think everyone does no, no i think most people do they do need a bigger size yeah right yeah
2: yes I feel like that's one of the main perks about pregnancy is like you get to sit on the subway and your boobs get
1: bigger. Right. Right. My boobs didn't get that much bigger, but I got bigger. It's like, (coughs) excuse me, (coughs) everything gets bigger. Like I just, I feel like there are certain pregnant people who they just get bigger in the belly and that's how their pregnant bodies work. And then there's like me where I just get bigger everywhere and also I get a pregnant belly and that's how my pregnant body works.
2: You're taking care of a baby it needs yeah. a good you know what it i needs, mean like it needs more arm fat <laughs> you're giving it a you're giving it a luxurious space that's full right of nutrients yeah for, it's like if you went to an airbnb and you walked in and the fridge was stocked you'd be like hell
1: yeah that's right that baby doesn't that baby does want to <laughs> go looking around for fat yeah packets. he's it's a, getting a villa as opposed it, exactly. to just the studio you, You've gotta you provide
0: you make sweeties you make great little sweeties mm-hmm. i
1: am more accepting of it this time around yeah, because uh, I had these dreams of like this time I'm not I'm going to gain barely any weight and I'm just going to be a pregnant belly on a small body. No, and now I'm just like that is a there's no way that's happening. But I accept it. That being said, thankfully the weight gain has slowed because I I think because I've been exercising every day and also because I've been watching what I eat. But um, but yeah, it's not the like mad dash to to gain as much weight as I can like it was last time.
2: My mom did that. She gained seventy 75- five pounds.
1: I gained between 70 and 80 last time. She was like, what? I'm pregnant. I want a Snickers. I mean, I've, She felt that way about it? Yeah, she was great like, because I I wish I could be like I've gained 70 or 80 pounds. It's no big, but it was like dev- very tough for me to deal with. I think a lot of people do though. Yeah. I mean, when you, your bo- your body is wired to be like
2: out in the forest and be like I'm growing this thing. I need to make sure it's going to survive. I, yeah. I think
0: we just live in a pathological culture that is like obsessed with being skinny and so there's yes. this thing of like you know, she lost all the weight in one week. That's and so look gross. at her. You can and and that's just that's not natural that's or so healthy. Weird. It's so weird. Yeah. I mean, you know, some women that's their body and that's fine, but this this expectation uh, that you should be like that I think is uh, is not it's so fucked. Normal.
1: Yeah, I think it's super fucked. I did hear there was this woman who was whose baby was born like a day after Elliot and I knew her during the pregnancy and we had mutual friends and she's tall and slender and was like seven months and wasn't showing basically um but she had lamented to people earlier in the pregnancy she was lamenting to people that like allison looks how you're supposed to look when you're pregnant like what's wrong with me and i was like are you it was kind of crazy it was it was really Insane for me to hear that eye opening then none of these are the appropriate words for me to hear this because I was so envious of what her body had done with the pregnancy, yeah, and we both had healthy babies.
2: we're just wired to we i mean this this culture is just like find something that someone else might think is wrong with you and then buy stuff to fix it, mm-hmm. it's yeah, so fucked, yeah, but yeah, make it a healthy baby that's what matters mm-hmm. way to go <laughs> eat a snickers. <laughs>
1: AJ Johnson says, no matter how slow they are driving, I have to stay behind any vehicle with a TV screen inside until I can figure out what <laughs> show their kids are watching. That's
2: funny. I don't do that because yeah. it, stre- it, it stresses me out because I was like, I don't want to rear-end a car with children in it, right. which yeah. I will do if I spend too long. And then also, I think in that minivan, like hearing like cartoons going... If you were in the car, how long? How as a parent, how long can you listen to the cartoons in the car? <sighs> I know
1: because I think oh.
3: they have headphones.
2: Oh, really? Yeah. Oh,
0: that's I don't deluxe. know. I don't know if I like that though. I mean, I'm not judging anyone who does that, but just the it, when the kid is just in that zombie state, I get worried. I don't like. I, I don't feel good when he's watching TV or when he's.
1: I remember when I would go on a car trip with my parents where i was going to be in the car for like an hour i packed like the (laughs) hugest tote bag full of like magazines coloring books mad libs books a walkman i don't know what age i was i'm all i'm compressing all the ages but like the idea of sitting in a car for an hour seemed just like interminable yeah i needed all my stuff to entertain myself yep but now I could just have a TV. I,
0: I, I just think, well, I, I just think like time like that is time when if you don't have a TV there, then you're having to entertain yourself. And that's using your imagination and being creative and interacting. And that's important to the development of your brain and your personality. And the more you replace that time with TV, the less time they have to develop that.
3: So... I think though many parents would say it's also important for them to STFU so I can drive and stop fighting. Yeah, I get it.
0: Yeah.
1: But
3: it's like that's
0: for the parents, not for the child.
1: Right. They might look at car time as an but, exception.
0: Yeah, but car time isn't though. It's still time. Like think of all the games and things you learn to play. I mean, I don't know, when I was a kid in a car, you'd come up with games like, "Oh, if we see this" or, you know, you're you're still right. interacting and talking. It's in fact, my dad you know, I would have, uh, he would pick me up every Wednesday to go to dinner and we would drive around for hours because we could never decide on the <laughs> whole <old> <laughs> state park. Next, right. Next, right. Even when I was hotel. very little. But it was like, we would talk. Right. And I, that was actually my favorite time. It ended up being my favorite time it was just driving around Tucson with my dad. It wasn't like, oh, when are we going to find a restaurant? It was like, this is great. Yeah. I love it. You know? Um. So I don't know. I I, have, I feel strongly about that stuff.
2: That makes sense. I would. Yeah. I try to. I I feel like if I could see like oh they're watching Jurassic Park or something that I would just be <laughs> I would accidentally like get so in, in, absorbed I would just
1: oopsie daisy <laughs> on their bumper. Um. I remember thinking that if there could be a television screen in a car, that'd be the coolest thing. However, when cabs in New York put oh. taxi TV oh. like I can't turn that thing off fast enough yeah that's so annoying yeah okay sooner magic says when I was younger the most awkward social situation was when new couples fought in public now that I'm older it's when longtime couples finish each other's sentences it's either too cutesy or a hint of how they've each begun to resent it Ooh. huh. Hmm. I like mean I, really I find I will say when other people aren't getting along that's really annoying But when other people are getting along too well, that's possibly more annoying.
0: (laughs) Gosh, I'm trying to remember. Didn't we have a situation recently with some annoying couple near us at a restaurant?
1: Ooh, good question. Do you guys go on double dates? We, we didn't even to. go on dates.
0: Well, yeah. We used to be people that went out to places and yeah. did things.
1: Did we ever go on a double date, though? I'm like, sure we have. Couples. Sure. Me, you and Michael, or me and Michael, should go out with you. We, we'll get something to eat. Well, we have
0: couple friends. We but actually, now it's couple friends with kids. For the
1: first time, we have, I would say, like, we there's a couple that we're friends with. They have a son who's the same age as Elliot. And we met them at the same time, pretty much. Right. So, like, they've come. It's, it's different than, like, Oh, I hope you like her boyfriend or husband or oh. whatever. Yeah. So this, I would say they're our first true couple friends, don't you think? Probably. Mm-hmm. I always feel like there's just this little undercurrent of
2: like, who's who's got the healthier relationship here? Oh, <laughs> oh I wonder, interesting. I wonder who would, oh, I think we do. <laughs> you know, like-
0: if I took pride in having a healthy relationship, <laughs> <laughs> I would be easy here competitive years ago. about it. But I don't. I don't <laughs>
1: okay Robert Paulson says I sometimes go to the restroom in a restaurant just to fill time or to see what it looks like don't really have to go <laughs> I feel like I do this all the time yeah yeah. yeah. sometimes just, you just get need it. a little breather
0: this conversation stifling
2: Yep. sometimes I'm like sweet there's a line although you know what I hate is when you're like I'm just gonna use the restroom and then yes. there's a line and then you have to come back and be like there, there was, was a line. line I wasn't pooping in Right there now- <laughs>
0: Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> I don't know you have, to, you have to make a point of being like, the well, Person in front of me took a while. Yeah.
0: Well, do you do that thing if there's a line and you're next and you get the waft of, of oh. the poop? Do you ever go, "Whoa!" Just so that they know <laughs> that it wasn't yeah. you. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>.
1: Sometimes you <laughs> have to go.
0: It wasn't me. Oh my god, this room. You know,
2: it's your duty.
1: <laughs> yeah. to do that, one, yeah. one time I did say it wasn't me, and the woman walking in. Had such a sour bitchy look on her face that I was like, I feel like that. I feel like I made it more awkward <laughs> by I don't I don't know what by acknowledging that poop smells and that it wasn't mine. I don't know, um, or maybe she thought I was joking, but oh, it she- really wasn't me.
3: <laughs> yeah,
2: that drop gets me. In
3: the <laughs> I will actually play that at home. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: just to keep yourself company. Um, but yeah, sometimes I'll just do. Yeah, I'll be like, I got to just t- take a walk, you know, just walk to the bathroom. Depends
0: on the company I'm in.
2: I definitely, after I eat, need to check my teeth to see if there's anything in there. Sometimes I don't have to go to the bathroom, but I say I do because I just need to do a parsley check. Because Yeah. Just, you know, especially in between the dinner and the dessert. Mm. I want to enjoy the dessert, and if the whole time I'm wondering if I have some kind of cilantro situation up up front, I'm not going to enjoy... The creme fraiche situation or whatever. Right. I feel like some berries c- and seeds can get you too. Yeah, but nothing quite like Green. a spinach leaf. Yeah. That's mortifying.
0: Yeah. Off topic, I was thinking today, you know, um, chicken fingers? Do yeah. I? <laughs> um, I was thinking today that they're not called chicken fingers because they're like a chicken's <laughs> fingers. They're like a person's fingers mm. made from chicken. <sighs> yeah. There's like that's a person horrific. with chicken fi- made fingers. It's horrifying.
1: That's awful. Yeah,
3: that's actually even more gross. That's the yeah. so horror. Wow. That's awful. Right.
1: Like, check out my chicken fingers. And then I just show you my hand. Yeah,
3: it's like, oh, look at old chicken fingers over there. I mean, <laughs> uh, what about a speculum made of chicken fingers? <laughs> there you go. Yes. yes.
1: And, and that scary. ticks two boxes
2: because I was trying to think of an edible speculum. Right. Mm-hmm, yeah, that does. And, and, and not to mention a, talking about swabs of microbes. Mm. Wow. Boy, howdy on the chicken right, fingers. Yeah. Right. Salmonella swabs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Up the yin yang, quite literally.
0: Yeah. Great doctor, but I have to warn you. <laughs> He's got chicken fingers. Do
1: they grow, do they try to grow <laughs> stuff in chicken or something? What do you mean? Like huh? in our, cu- cu- the, the material that they use oh, they to do grow use cultures. Eggs. They
0: use eggs to grow um, like the flu vi- vaccine and stuff.
1: I think they use agar. Agar, right? Yeah. Which is algae. I don't know what mm-hmm. I'm thinking of. For some reason, I, I'm aware that stuff grows in chicken products really well. Maybe I'm just thinking of it mm. because of, I don't know. Ooh, so I don't know. Something is, some sort of chicken information is Light <laughs> lighting up. And it's clocking in my brain. It's going, Pak-ak-ak-ak. you knew something once. Okay. <laughs> you, so co- the cock
0: doo, we say in America, cock doo. Yeah. Right. But don't they say kiki riki riki in, what? The, in yes. some other countries? In Spanish, it's kiki riki. Kiki riki riki. No. What? They don't, that does not sound like kiki riki riki. Dude. Does it? Kiki-ri. Does that sound more like cock a doodle doo or kiki riki? Maybe it does sound more like this, this is going
2: to be a Laurel Yanni situation.
0: Yeah. Kiki-ri. Maybe maybe if you were yeah. inventing it from scratch, it would be more kiki riki. It might yeah. be kiki
2: riki. I think it's a hybrid of both. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. The doodle isn't in there really. Yeah, there's well. no doodle. Right. I. <laughs> we're wrong. There's no doodle doo there's no cock a doodle doo so it actually it could be like a ri. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. I wonder what it is in other languages. It's going to haunt me forever.
0: Yeah. Probably better than ours. People I'm who like speak that.
1: other languages, let us know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to know. Brian Pruitt says, disappointed when I take my dog to the pet supply store and nobody fawns over her. Yeah.
2: Oh. I would be, too. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's the half the job of the people working there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure, you got to find the right kind of uh, whatever, uh, like, bol- bull dick that they're going
1: to chew on, <laughs> whatever those things are. Pizzle? Is it, what are they that's called? Bully, p- sticks? bully sticks? Bully sticks. But, yeah. but, but it'll be like ingredients, 100% pizzle. <laughs> 100% what? beef pizzle. They call it Pizzle. Doesn't Pizzle sound like your mom's cute name for penis? Yes, it does. It's a bull pickle.
2: Is this a little bull Peeny Weeny?
1: Um, that is... Wow. Who knew? Get your Pizzle over here. <laughs> oh, God! Now, is that a cow saying that, or is that a human? That was my Moo! mating call. Get that big... <laughs> Look at that big...
2: You get that big Pizzle over wanna, here.
0: Want to see my Pizzle? <laughs>
2: <laughs> put a calf in these others. <laughs> Get a pizzle over here. That's just my personal mating call. That's what I that's what I would do on Tinder. <laughs> Send me a pizzle pick. Have you ever been on Raya
1: or Raya or whatever? Yes, it's called? I
2: have. I saw Dane Cook right off the bat. Oh, that's right. We talked about this. I oh, think this
0: like d- the star. Yes, yeah, the story. one it's
2: the <sighs> I tried to take a screenshot and they're like, Don't do that again or you're out. And I was like, alright, alright, alright. All
1: right. Who t- who?
0: Oh, like Raya the
1: pops up, dark over. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Uh.
2: Raya pops up and is like, I don't think so. And I was like,
1: Oh shit. Okay, I guess wow. we can't do that. That's
0: why you need another phone to take a picture.
1: I of know. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> I wish dumb. this had been around when I was single, just so I could see if I would make the cut. It's, it's strictly ego. See, well, Daniel? how do you get?
0: How do you, does your like you agent? Submit you or something?
1: <laughs> yeah, or do you? I get think it? they can, but I think
2: it's. I think they go by your Instagram and like who that's verified follows you, and if you're.
1: But well, I, g- I gotta get on there. I gotta get on there. Yeah. Daniel, is that cool with you?
0: All right, let's open up the relationship so that you can get on there. You should,
1: I don't want to date what? anyone. I just want to see if I get accepted. You can see do who it. else is on? I can't because
2: now they have an option. I just, just remember for this. friends. Yes, you <gasps> can do it.
1: You can do it. I, you can use me as a reference.
0: Wait, so you can recommend people? That's, yeah. Oh,
1: interesting. I mean, oh, oh, oh. I thought you meant yeah. they have an option to be on there, not for romantic pursuits. No, just you can. For, you
2: can do it just for friends. Because there's a, uh, the last to time. To make I, friends. Yeah. And, which really means I'm in an open relationship. Don't tell anyone right. that I'm cheating on someone. Because look, I just said I'm here for friends. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're not, you're not like liking people of the same sex. Yeah. You know, you're like.
2: Yeah. But it's like just here. Yeah. So the last time I was on it, months and months and months ago, I was like, what what is this dude doing on here for friends? Get out of here. I don't want to get out of my swipe stream. I want to show me some single hotties. I don't (laughs) want some guy that's like, I'm happily married, but uh, I'd like to network. Fuck off. (laughs) Anyway, and that's not why I'm on the, yeah.
0: I like getting up at (laughs) 2.30. Praying for Ah! half an hour.
2: Get all of your Christian nipples out of my feed. (laughs) I'm on the toilet swiping for a soulmate right now. What if
0: one of his nipples was an atheist? (laughs) (laughs)
2: It's like, I don't, this wouldn't happen (gasps) if there were a God. Um, But no, you can get on it. You can check it out. I'm sure you'll get verified. But then they tell you that you're on the wait list, which really means, nope. And everyone's like, Hmm. but I
1: got on the wait list. And you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, I don't know that my ego can handle this. Yeah, you don't um, want to do that. It's a, mo- a a lot of the
2: people that are on it have like two thousand followers, and they're like photographers, and you're like, okay. So I don't know how they decide. I think sounds a lot like of, it has to do with how attractive you are. I'd have no idea because
1: I I'd, I don't know. The, if a hottie like honey, you cooks got on there.
0: verified on Instagram. Quit while you're ahead. <laughs>
1: <I> mean, <laughs> you don't think I'm hot enough to get on? Ryan. You totally would. You Ryan. totally would. You would. Yeah, you'd get a. Person. Absolutely. Well, that's the correct answer, but I want honesty.
0: You would. Why wouldn't you?
1: I don't know, because you're telling me not to... You're
0: beautiful, you have lots of followers, what's...
1: You're telling me not to apply. I feel like you're trying to save my emotions.
0: Because I don't want you getting that sweet pizzle.
1: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Every single person on
2: Raya has a picture of them jumping off of a boat into the ocean. Oh, I don't have one of those. Every single person, and then always, always them in a suit, clearly a groomsman drinking scotch, and you're like... i need to get on there so i can hate it with you
0: they should uh, by the way so guys post pictures of what they think women want to see yeah that's what that tells me Mm -hmm. what they should have is just pictures of them listening
3: i Um,
2: know mm -hmm,
3: i'm so interested when i was on bumble for five minutes there was a weirdly large percentage of women with pictures of them on boats
2: what, what is, is it, it with that? What's going on? Who needs but that? But that was the
3: only place I ever saw That's it. so
2: weird. I don't know. I was
3: like, Every time I saw it, I was like, ladies on boats, ladies on boats.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you got to get that sweet, sweet boat pick. <laughs> But I guess Tinder for a while, a lot of people had for their profile pictures them with tigers. That was like a running theme. Is like people would go to like wildlife sanctuaries, get like a selfie with a tiger. Was and it then-
0: a joke or did they all independently think?
2: Independent right, like, does phenomenon. It- what? Yeah, That's I know. crazy. Yeah. There were studies. Everyone's like, stop taking pictures with tigers. But yeah. So I think uh, if you want to, if you're going to do Rye, let me know. Okay. It's- uh- I want to
1: get some of that nautical pizzle. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, I'm happily married. I'm there to network. Well, you're married. Hey, I'm married. You're just No, you are happily married. I'm happily married.
2: I feel like you could meet so many people on whose podcasts you could guest. Especially if it's LA. See? It's great for networking. They're, but they'll also show you people who are like live in Amsterdam. And you're like, the fuck out of here. What am I mm. gonna do? I don't want to
1: date someone who lives in upstate New York. Get out of here.
3: Yeah, my pizzle's not that long.
1: <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> You guys, this has been a delightful sh- and long show. I would like to thank all of my guests. Uh, I have a book out, Tropical Attire and Courage and Other Phrases That Scare Me. Uh, go to my website, AllisonRosen.com. There's pl- plenty of places where you can click. It'll take you right to Amazon. We have t-shirts. We have pins. We have ringtones, etc. Jeff. If you're
0: looking to go somewhere to click on things.
1: alisonrosen.com. <laughs> Jeff, where do we find you?
3: You can find me on Facebook and Twitter. Definitely not on Brian. Not <laughs> even on the wait list. I couldn't <laughs> even get on at Colonel Jeff Fox.
0: Daniel. You can find me at Daniel Quants at Twitter and Instagram. D Quants on the snappy.
1: Oh, God. <laughs> you rock. That's it.
2: And Allie? Uh, I'm at Allie Ward with one L on Instagram and Twitter. And my podcast is called Ologies. It's a different ologist every week. And this week coming up, Egyptology. Ooh. All about butts. Yep. <laughs> mummies. That. Mummies, coffins, and butts, you guys. Coming I just up. read
0: a fascinating article about, I think it was in the New Yorker, about uh, pigment. Uh, colors and how, like, paint and how they make it and how they've made it. And there's a um, there's a kind of brown called mummy brown that Ooh. they used to make out of mummies. <gasps> yeah, and so it was really expensive, but they would go. And so that that caused, like, the pillaging of tons of Yo. yeah, of tons of mummies in Egypt because they were looking for this brown color that they would crush it up and make it into.
1: I gotta look this Gross. up. Gross! Follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen <laughs> and follow me on Instagram at Allison Rosen. Thank you for listening. I love you. Goodbye